Hello and welcome to Celebrate the Date, the show where we tell you what the holidays are and how to celebrate them. I'm your first host, Colton Pratt. I'm Katie Pratt, your second host. We are going to tell you what the holidays are this week, and we also should get this out of the way early on. This is our second time recording this episode, so if you hear us referencing that, that's why. Um, all the holidays are different, so we're not going to be you know, doing the same thing over again. But this is the second time recording, so just be aware of that. That's why if we seem angry or <laughs> disgruntled or livid, yeah, anything or along those like, lines. Just like generally annoyed, it's because this is take two, which yeah. we've done before. There's nothing wrong with the take two. One time we did a take four because <laughs> reasons. I, I won't say names, yeah. but someone yeah. forgot to hit record. Yeah. And we had to do it four times. It was, that was painful. But to be fair, it was like our third ever time recording anything. And also, also to be fair, that was our earlier podcast. It wasn't this podcast. We've, this podcast is the first time we've had to re-record. Well, uh, it's which, only the fourth episode, so that's not that good of a streak. Yeah, we're, we're 25% <laughs> failure, which is not the best start, but it's okay. So last week, we celebrated Brotherhood slash Sisterhood Week. Uh, Katie, what did you do to celebrate Brotherhood Sisterhood Week? I just was a sister, and then you were a brother, and then together we celebrated Brotherhood and Sisterhood Week by yeah, yeah, generally you know, just being siblings. What Brotherhood makes me think of is what the environment we tried to get in my uh, dorm room at college. Did you know that everybody yeah, in my hall is- We did a sisterhood in ours. Aw. Every single person in my hall is over six foot except for our RA- and I didn't know oh, that's that funny. until yesterday. And so our RA apparently feels small. But also... It, he's just it's, a little guy. He's just a little man. He's, he's a little just guy. a little fella. We, we love our he? short... What, what year is he? He is a junior, I believe. Oh, okay, okay. We love our our, our short kings on the show, though, so it's okay. Um, yeah, if we don't discriminate against height, although Colton will mention in literally every episode that he is over six foot tall. I'm what? I'm over six foot... I'm six one? Wait, did I hear? Wait, Katie, wait, am I six foot? You said it earlier. I didn't point it out, Katie, but you wait, did say it. Every guy Katie, in wait. our hall is over six foot. Yeah, that didn't necessarily, it didn't need me. But Katie, wait, I'm over six foot? Wait. You are over six real? one, Colton. Oh You're my so goodness. tall. I'm maybe you so should mention tall. it every single time we record. Maybe I. Maybe that should be what I do. Maybe that should be my bit, is that I'm over yeah. six foot tall. Um, what do you mean so should yeah. be? Already so, is. Already is my bit. Fair enough. So we've learned to be brotherhood and sisterhood. This week, what you're going to do is you're going to celebrate cheerleaders. National Cheerleading Week. This is the one day that I did not you change. You said they'd week. all be different. Here is my plan. My plan was to originally wait till cheerleading week to bring up the fact that we're doing it a second time and then use that, the fact that it's the same as a segue. But I accidentally did it early. <laughs> and so now we're so- here. So, and this week we're gonna cheer on the cheerleaders. Yeah. Oh. We could be the we could be the cheerleader cheerleaders. The cheerleader leaders. No. What well, what would oh, be cheer, the, the second level? Cheer cheerleaders. Cheerleader leaders. No. Cheerleader cheerers. Cheerleader cheerers. Cheerers. Uh, no, I think cheerleader cheerleader is the most right you can get. But no, but. Politically correct way of saying this is cheerleader, cheerleader. I think cheerleader, cheerleader. 
<laughs> but here's the thing, Katie. If you're a cheerleader, cheerleader, it gives you a position of power as a leader of someone. And I don't want that. I don't want that heat. The cheerleaders can have all the power. I just want to be a cheerleader cheerer who only has control oh, over okay. myself. I think you're just a fan of cheerleading. Yeah. Well, cheerleading is like, we said this before because we recorded this episode already. It um, is an underrated and sport. one of the most dangerous sports. It's, yeah, it's why the, you be throwing people like that? It's the only sport. I don't sport. see you throwing people like that in football. Yeah, exactly. exactly. And in football, you get to wear a helmet. In cheerleading, it's just skull on ground, man. <laughs> skull on ground. I, I love that. And I love the idea, the image you've created of instead of a tackle, someone, the guy with the ball gets surrounded by four defenders and just yeeted into the sky. I really think that that used to happen in football. I feel like I've seen a picture of that. Until the the refs no. What the heck fo- is that? People get mad about the refs ruining the game. They said so. I was making fun the of the refs ruin the game. Yeah, they think the I don't refs- think the refs get to make the rules. It's it's like the, <laughs> it's the it's like the Supreme Court in the in the in the it's like the judicial branch and the legislative branch. That's fair. I like I like. You're the right. Executive People branch. get mad at the at the refs for keeping the rules too much. To be fair. They also get out rest when they make calls that the person deems as bad, but that makes me I laugh as well because apparently, apparently, this the was it the Bengals, e, maybe the Bengals in the Super Bowl, the Rams were, were like lost. really offsides on like the final play, and it would have yeah. if they had called it, it would have given the Bengals a first down, hmm. and Joe Burrow could have won. My dad loves Joe Burrow. I think Dad has like a little man crush on Joe Burrow because Joe Burrow is because from the they're same, both from Athens um, high school. Yeah, the same high school that Dad went to. Yeah, it makes sense that they would like Joe Burrow. Do you? Okay, I know. He, I think here's my thought. Okay, high school cheerleading. The most the kids who think they're the best go to the girls who think the girls mostly they're also our guys who like they become like a clique in high school cheerleading, right? Yeah, which is fine. That's high school. In my experience, college cheerleading. The girls are the nerdiest girls, like, ever. <laughs> That's actually, I've met a few nerdy cheerleaders, but I've also met a few cheerleaders that are precisely the cheerleaders that you knew in high school. The, the One of them, she did teach me something. She, every, I had a morning class with her. It was a morning writing class. Okay. And every time uh, that we'd go to class in the morning, she'd whip out a bag out of her backpack in the beginning of class Full of frozen grapes that she dusted in Kool-Aid. No, I think it was Jello. Frozen grapes Jell-O that she mix, dusted yeah. in Jello dust. Jello mix, yeah. Jello dust. Uh, was it good? I didn't eat it. It's her her breakfast. Then what did she teach you? She. I just thought it was really weird. She taught you that that was an option. You could. You yeah, could do it was that? just really. It's it's just a very weird thing. Is it There's good? Listeners, if anybody's heard, like tried that, please tell me if it's good. My roommate does something like that. He he dusts something in Jello dust. I forget what he dusts in Jello dust. But he, frozen grapes? I don't think it's frozen grapes. Frozen grapes are like mostly water, though. So you're just eating Kool Aid flavored grapes. No, they're really grapes. sweet. Grapes are you, so sugary. I love grapes. They are really good. I, I had to. You're making me crave grapes. I so deeply want grapes now. I know I had to clean like like three cases of grapes, so I had to take them all off the stems and like rinse them under water and all that. And it literally took eat? me like two hours and forty five minutes. I ate like five. It took me like two hours and forty five minutes because there were so many grapes. It was I thought I could do it a lot faster than I did. It took me so long. I feel and then like- one time I had to clean and cut strawberries. Same thing where I had to like do four cases of strawberries, clean and cut. 
and mm-hmm. I it again took me like two hours and 45 minutes because I was really sick and the smell of the strawberries was making me nauseous and then I went home and threw you up. You shouldn't be handling food. I didn't think I was going to sh- throw up until You shouldn't until have been handling day. food. One of my coworkers day. was telling me about her favorite falafel place and I was literally oh. like just standing there about to throw up and she kept telling me about all the different food she would eat and I was like, I'm so sorry. Can I please go home? And then I That's went home funny. and then I threw up. <laughs> <laughs> the other day, one of my friends at college said, um, I feel like I'm dying. And I was like, what's wrong? And her heart rate was like 130. It was like ridiculously high. And we were like, oh, what's going on? We're trying to figure out, calm her down. And then later that night, she texted me and said, I went, she would text like the whole group chat of people and said, I went back to my dorm and passed out. And when I woke up, I took my temperature and I had a fever all day and oh no i slept and i took some medicine so i'm feeling better now i was like okay good and then she showed up at class the next day Ah. and i i think when you had a fever the day before you're allowed to just you know yeah you text the teacher and be like hey i have a fever let me not be here it was really important it was old testament old testament who 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 what old testament's one you can definitely miss well, our teacher doesn't let you miss unless you have an actual school uh, excuse from a doctor. So she'd have to go to a doctor. What, to what get, professor like, is excused. it? Uh, I, I just bashed her a little bit. I don't want to say her name. Oh, her? That's, I yeah. didn't have her then. Yeah, you didn't. Next. Oh, first we have to say, how do you celebrate this week, Kitty? Oh, um, cheerlead the cheerleaders. You got to cheer them on and, and root for them. Uh, meet your favorite cheerleader and say, good job. I think for me, the way I'd celebrate this is get with a group of four friends, so five of you total, and toss the lightest. No, throw the I lightest. I think you should up. get six friends, five to- no, five of your friends, six of you total, and make a pyramid. Three on the bottom, three on the bottom, two in the middle, one on top. That's six. Well, obviously. I actually did that one time. I did that one time in my engineering class. Six of the people just in my class we collected together and made a human pyramid in the back of the classroom. Were you standing or sitting? No, on our hands and knees. Oh, that's not that's not that impressive. Katie, we are all <laughs> if you if two of us standing would go through the ceiling, we could we couldn't do three high standing. I know. Do you know why Still. two of us standing would go through the ceiling? Because you're all over six foot. Oh <laughs> heck yeah. Now we're gonna so that's the thing you do. Throw some throw a friend, make a pyramid, talk to cheerleaders. Next day, it is now Monday, which is February twenty eighth. And that is Happy February twenty eighth. Katie, here's here's the thing. I'm gonna read it. You're gonna guess what the day is, don't you? Last okay? day of February, except on uh, every four years. It's like the Olympics. Okay, you ready? No. I'm gonna. Okay, I'm gonna read you the the uh, description of the day, and you're gonna guess what the day is. Okay. Oh, are we doing this game here again? It yes. It's well for the for listeners. This is the first time they're doing this game. If you enjoy all that's weird and wonderful, then this day on February 28th is the day for you. Those guys who pass long, pointy, sharp instruments through their mouths into their stomachs often don't get the same level of fame and respect as other entertainers. This holiday was specifically created to recognize and appreciate those guys while educating people about their contribution to the world. Sword Swallower Day? Heck yeah, it's International Sword Swallower Day. I don't know how some... I want to know how people start sword swallowing. What... Makes you decide you're going to learn to do it. How do you go about learning to do it? Do you look up like sword swallowing apprentice? Do you look up like clown school? 
apprentice is a weird. I think you can't just. I think you can't just start sword swallowing <laughs> without an apprenticeship, or else you're gonna impale your gullet. That's fair, but also imagine being at the carnival, and out comes the main man, who of course has long hair and like a, a shaggy beard, and says, "Look at me," and puts a sword down his gullet, and then like you know hacks it back up like a penguin, and then <laughs> says, "Now here comes my apprentice to swallow a sword badly." And another person walks out with a dull sword. And he's just like a geeky, a, like a geeky little hairless man. And he's <laughs> why is he hairless? Because <laughs> the main man was so hairy. So, so his apprentice is still filling out his beard. He's hairless. Okay, he comes out. And they're both dull... in leotards. <laughs> why are they in leotards? I, I want to paint a mental picture for you. Imagine a man big burly yeah. man he's wearing yeah. a leotard with like a dippy u dippy leotard uh a low cut collar front. yeah low like a little front. like a real dippy and so you can see like his rippling pecs and there's a little bit of chest hair poofing out and you can see where the sword pokes through the bottom of his belly the big luscious beard going down to his clavicle and his hair is long and wild he's wearing a headband to keep it out of his face and then next to him is a much smaller, skinny man, hairless, bald, pale as snow, sparkly. Pale as snow. Has fangs. Is 10,000 years old. Mm, why is he so old? Vampire. Oh, you made a vampire as a second one. Yeah, they're my OCs. My vampire OC. He's a sword swallower apprentice. Oh, the other one's a werewolf, and they're in love. That would be the funniest, uh, I think, D and D campaign where yeah, one's a werewolf and one's a vampire, and they're sword swallowers. One's uh, the master, and one's the apprentice, and they use their swords Mm. to fight evil. This is a good OC you've made. Thank you. Their names are Jafar. Is the little the little a uh, bald vampire apprentice. Yeah, and, he's the apprentice. Sword uh, Swallower McGee. No, I get to name them because they're my OCs. Make your own OCs. I think their names just both start with S because Sword Swallower. No, like first it's and last Jafar. Name. Jafar is it's the little guy. It's also Jafar? Oh, okay. No, the little say. guy is Jafar. I said it the first okay. time. Little guy's Jafar and the big guy is Mike. <laughs> What's his last name? <laughs> Um, Road. Oh, Mike Road. Yeah, Mike Road. Is it mean something? No, I was just looking around. I saw a Mike, and then I saw your Roadcaster. Maybe we should like name his last name Roch. No. Maybe we should make his last name Roch. No, he's no. His name is I'm, Mike well, Road because, because no, because it, no. If it's not to his Roch, what would his name be? I it would be Mike Roch, but I I'm not naming him that Mike Roch. He has. <laughs> He has more. If anything, I would name try Jafar to Mike Roch. <laughs> I would name Jafar Mike Roch if if uh, I was naming him. You gonna give anybody that name because Jafar deserves it, little man. But Mike Road doesn't. Fair. Actually, that is that's true. That's true. One's Mike Road and the other one's Mike Roch, and they both have the same name. They're both Mike. Um. And they're sword swallowers, and we should celebrate my OCs. Ever anyone want to draw fan art of Mike Road and Mike Roch because? <laughs> 
small bald man swallowing a sword badly and tall hairy man swallowing a sword well both wearing leotards katie can i read you the next paragraph of this website because i just read it i think it's funny purple leotards got it this day has another higher purpose too katie it attempts to eradicate all myths my crowd is ginger oh thank you yeah. This day has another higher purpose, too. It attempts to eradicate all myths surrounding sword swallowing and bring global attention to it. How the sword swallowing what community has helped both... are there? I have no idea, but apparently they want to bring attention to how the sword swallowing community has helped both medically and scientifically. Okay. Scientists, scientists, well, watch me swallow this. Ew, stop Thank making you. those noises. That's the sound of a, the next thing. The month of February also plays host to National Swallowing Disorders Month. This initiative was uh, formed to raise money. This is actually real. So this is serious. This initiative was formed to raise money for esophageal cancer research. And, and to fund... Swallowing disorder. Katie, it was, it was supposed to form to raise money for eso- uh, uh, esophageal re- cancer research. I thought you said and, cervical cancer. I'm like, that's not, so- that's not swallowing. No, esophageal. But it would fit, with, fund, it would fit with my crotch. And yes, to fund medical cancer. treatment of injured sword swallowers. <laughs> so it's it's a dangerous sport sword swallowing and do you think sword swallowing is, is more it's or less more dangerous than dangerous. cheerleading yeah uh, probably different ways because cheerleading you can get dropped on your head and sword swallowing you can impale your esophagus impale your internal organs I guess one I is that, blunt force think, trauma damage one is stab your insides damage dangerous my crotch used to be a cheerleader back in the day I said my crotch what? has cervical cancer earlier i I do know cervical can't men men don't get cervical cancer. Um, I do mm. know that I'm not dumb. I just was making a my crotch joke. Oh, okay. Uh, I bet Katie, Colton you didn't you know t- men can't get cervical cancer. I actually didn't. I'm learning something new every day. You, you don't have um, a cervix, buddy. That makes sense. I just didn't think about it. Like it, it tracks you know, the you logic. Know what that is, is. The- yes. I do. And okay. the logic is sound for why I couldn't get cervical cancer. I'm I'm aware of that. <laughs> but I just never I just never thought about it before. Um so yeah, how do we celebrate this day other than drawing my crotch and, and Jafar? Uh how oh, do we my crotch or, and my crow, Jafar is dead. Oh, you changed it to my Jafar crotch is and my, my crow. <laughs> well Jafar is my crotch's uh, okay. little brother. Okay, when you say okay, here's a question. He died in a sword swallowing accident. When you say my crotch and my crow while cheerleading. When you say my crotch and my You say my crotch and my crow. It makes me wonder what a (laughs) what's a crowd? My crowd. (laughs) Yeah, what's a crowd? (laughs) Because my crotch is clearly what we're talking about. My crowd is (laughs) You know what it is. Oh yeah. Don't do that. It was only funny when my did it. Uh, this started in 2000 BC, sword swallowing. Are you serious? Man, why did people it, have the urge to do that? I, like, who was... Like, okay. He's like, I will become a human sheath. A, hu- human sheath is a good way to describe a sword swallower. I think if you had to describe the art of sword swallowing in, like, one very derogatory term, it would be human sheath. <laughs> you human sheath. That's you what that's what sheath. my crotch and my crow have to go through every day when the sword swallower discrimination happens. <laughs> it's like a Katie, slur. By the way, real quick, 
pull up our Google Doc that has all the things. I put the image that they use for sword swallowers, and it literally looks like your description of my crotch. Oh, really? My yeah, crotch. Than- wait, wait, which one? My crotch or my crowd? The older one. The one with hair. <laughs> Except he's That's not really a crow, thank you. My crotch is I'm- the is the uh, other one. That's why his name is worse. Yeah, my crotch um, is the little skinny guy, and my crow is the big burly man, the werewolf. Mm, the werewolf. Oh my goodness! Don't look at it's... the the days, but just look at the image of my. <laughs> okay, my I did. I didn't look at the days, but I did see the, the image. Do you like my crow? I he is. I, he's uh burlier than that, though. Oh, my crow is bigger, buffer. Yeah, you my my crow is really a, strong. There's a correct amount of skinny that sword swallowers need to be because, like. If you're too buff, okay, I'm, I'm thinking about it right now, and I don't think in my gullet, down to my throat, I don't think there's ever a point that there isn't a connection between, like, a closed point in my throat. I think my throat always has a closed point on its way down to my gullet. Breathe. You know? <laughs> no, that goes to a different section. Oh, swallow. That's opening a hole through my hole. Yeah, I don't know how sword swallowers do it, and I don't really want to find out. And I think we should move on. Do you think they have gag reflex? Yeah, they definitely do. Well, I guess I'm, I, I'm, I said that with way too much confidence. I take back all the confidence that I had. <laughs> I take back all the confidence that I had. Um, My crush is I have a gag reflex. He's learned to overcome it. He's still an apprentice, so sometimes he does. But Microde will help him. So on Tuesday, swallow a sword, then draw my crotch and my crowd for Katie. Next up, it's... No, that was Monday. Next up, it is Tuesday. <laughs> Tuesday, March 1st. February. Are you no, ready for March the... 1st. Tuesday, March 1st. Yes. So, Katie, do not look at the day. I'm going to read the thing and you're going to get it. This day, annually observed on March 1st, is dedicated to sharing delicious meals and connecting with family. Of course, you'll agree there's nothing quite like a home-cooked meal and a belly laugh with a family. Uh, dagum that's good from the southern U.S. is more than just a phrase. Dagum. It's a mantra. Dagum that's good is from the southern U.S. is more than just a phrase. It's a mantra to connect uh, through delicious meals and stories. It's also the title of John uh, McLemore's best-selling cookbook series. Now, this day, I about said it, uh, which is the brainchild of Master Built Fu- Manufacturing LLC, owned by McLemore and his family, kicked off in 2015. What is this day? Soup at Ford. No, there were a few <laughs> twisted turns of that one, weren't, wasn't there? I was Did you about hear sharing... my joke? <laughs> yeah, but that was the day that they're not going to... They won't get the joke. It can't Last just be a time joke we for recorded, me. there was a day called Soup at Ford, and it meant that <laughs> one of the days that you had to celebrate, you had to give a bowl of soup to someone. This day, okay. So this one, this description took some turns. It's like first Soup thing it Ford, about... but it's... I want to know what the name of the day is. Don't, don't keep going without me, because then I can't contribute. National Daggum That's Good Day. Oh, I should have just guessed that. That's easy. So easy. Yeah. It's weird Master, that. Daggum, that's good. It's weird that Masterbuilt Manufacturing LLC got in there. Yeah, that is weird. For the creation that is really of it. weird. Because like, it, it was like a pretty clear track. Oh, this sentence means food is good. Oh, this author made a book with this title. Masterbuilt Manufacturing LLC created this day and then gave it to the author. Like, what? What is Masterbuilt doing? What has made you say, Daggum, that's good, the most recently? I feel like for me, most of the time, it's barbecue. Oh, okay, okay. For some reason, chimichurri like does, it, does it for me. Chimichurri, like something saying, about chimichurri is so good. 
But do you say dagum? Dagum. Fair. That's good. Uh, okay, so Katie, guess what? I looked it up. Guess what? Masterbuilt Manufacturing LLC makes. I'm gonna say prefabricated home and sheds. Oh, I like the idea. No, they make <laughs> smokers, smokers, grills, fryers, steamers. That makes sense as to why they food. have dagum. That's good day. That makes really good sense. Yeah, I just didn't put. The, I they you could also on their why thing, was it be called ju- masterbuilt and not like master grill? Yeah, well, because the, the the grills are masterly cooked. You could also oh. My goodness, they have so many options. They have a veggie section. Who would have thought the barbecue creators would have a veggie section for their food? Here here are the sections. Uh, barbecue Ready? vegetables are delicious. Here are the sections. Pork, poultry, beef, seafood, game, appetizers, veggies and sides. So veggies didn't even get their own category, unfortunately. Desserts and oh. sauces and spices. I want to look at how to make some sauces. You Ooh. keep talking funny. I'm going to look at how to make sauces. Um, okay, funny well... About that come out today. Um, for some reason, my parents are trying to figure out a way to build Colton a tiny home on our hey. property, mm. but they're not allowed. So why? Because we're on a single dwelling property. So like our property is only allowed by like permits and stuff to have one house on it with. So like if we built or if they built like a second, a second, like dwe- like dwelling, you're not allowed. You can't build another bedroom on the property because one, the septic is only for, uh, how many bedrooms do we have? Five. The septic is only made for five bedrooms. And, um, this is funny, but why don't we just like not tell anyone that I live in there? Well, you can technically build anything else you want as a second house, but you can't dwell in it. Is like that. That's the rule. Um, who's going to be coming back day after day and be like, is he dwelling? No, he's yeah, just, I know that's exactly what they said too. They're like, we'll just build an office. Yeah. But I can't believe they're considering doing that just because you want to live in a tiny house. Like that is so that is the epitome of like of like, like youngest child. Lonely yeah. empty nesters wanting their son to come home. Like oh, they're I thought you meant lonely child. Build you here's, a little house for you to live logic. in. Here's my logic. Here's my logic, Katie. Way less debt if I mean that's fair. One, but, don't have to buy property. Two, it's a small home. And I am broke. I ha- well, I'm well, that's because you've never had a job. But I'm broke because I actually pay bills, mm. and I work. <laughs> but you want to know how to but, make but, mac but, sauce? No, I don't. I want to tell you about this. I have been looking two into cups, buy- Duke Mayo. Are you d- talking about Big Mac sauce? No, mass. Uh, no, comeback sauce. Comeback sauce. Comeback sauce. What's comeback sauce. You want to learn? It's two no. cups Duke's Mayo, two tablespoons red wine vinegar, two table, uh, two teaspoons fresh minced garlic, kosher salt to taste and fresh black pepper to taste and then the instructions very simple very simple two instructions one mix ingredients together in a bowl two serve okay it kind of sounds like what you'd use to make i I made coleslaw the other day and it's really just sugar mayonnaise and cabbage there's really no other flavor there i mean red wine vinegar so it's red wine vinegar sugar mayo cabbage this was really good i made a good i made a good coleslaw this right here, just mayo, vinegar, and a little bit of garlic, and then also salt and pepper. It's it would be really good, but um, I, if you like mayo, I love mayo, guys. I don't like mayo. I don't well, like mayo. You're, I'm so sad that that was the sauce I, I chose to share. Let's, I, I think that ooh. this is not a riveting conversation we're having. No, we this move is. On. Uh, this, wait, before we move on, 
I, I'm, this is Nobody a very helpful. Nobody wants to know how to make sauces. Yes, they do. This is how you make barbecue, just regular barbecue, which is huge because I've been wasting all my money buying barbecues. Oh, because you can buy, you can make it instead. I didn't know you could. Here's the thing. It's two cups of ketchup, one quarter cup of apple cider vinegar, two tablespoons of fresh lemon juice, one teaspoon of garlic powder, one teaspoon of onion powder, one teaspoon of garlic pepper. Uh, by the way, my audio class decided that a recipe podcast would be successful. So here we're trying it out. Okay. Anyway, back at it again. In a heavy saucepan over low heat, combine the ketchup, vinegar, lemon juice, garlic powder, onion powder, and garlic pepper. Stir well. What's garlic pepper? I don't know. I've only heard of garlic salt. So basically put them all together and make it simmer okay that's less i thought it'd be more time and i thought yeah Colt. i told you i told you i'm super smart about podcasting i knew this wasn't going to be a good bit and i think we should move on no what i'm saying real fast before we move on i thought barbecue would be like its own thing that you get from some kind of like it's weird that barbecue is just like someone took ketchup someone took ketchup and 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 cooked it it's like yeah it's like barbecue tomatoes do you that's what that's what sloppy joe is it's just really sweet tomatoes it's like brown sugar and tomato ew that's what but you like sloppy joes though right nope you did when we were little my mom had to we were little i did dinosaur sandwiches so that we'd eat them yeah so today was uh what was it dagum that's good yeah, today was dagum that's good day so for this day make some barbecue sauce i make just some told you so- well it wasn't very clear um honestly your comeback sauce was a lot clearer Okay, make that if you like mayo, like a weirdo. I love mayo. Like a weirdo. So now we're moving on to Wednesday. Are you excited for Wednesday, Katie? I'm so excited for Wednesday. Well, I'm really just excited to get on from Dagon That's Good Day. You didn't like that one? No. <laughs> it's now Wednesday, March 2nd. Katie, you're going to know this one. I'm going to read it for you. I, I'm not going to tell you once again. You're gonna, yeah. you, you don't like this game, but you are going to know this one. Okay? I don't like this game, but we'll keep, just, we'll keep going. Just guess, just guess from your heart. Okay, I'm mm. guessing from my heart. Do you smell that? That's the smell of breakfast sizzling on March 2nd. Soup it on! This... What? Soup it on. No. I'm starting over. Mmm. Do you Soup smell that? Mmm. Do you smell that? That's the smell of breakfast sizzling on this day. Eating and fi- a filling breakfast of an egg with melted cheese and a slice of ham nestling in the middle of a warm buttered muffin is a great way to combat the case of the Mondays. On Tuesday, when... Um, on Tuesdays, Wednesdays really do anything with. Okay, sorry. Oh my this gosh, is this is this is riveting. A riveting opening. No, so this, let me under, let me explain. This sentence makes no sense. Okay. It's not my fault. Okay. Eating let a me filling. Hear you say it word by word, so I can decide if it makes sense. Eating a filling breakfast of eggs with melted cheese and a slice of ham nesting in the middle of a warm buttered muffin is a great way to combat a case of the Mondays or Tuesdays, Wednesdays, really any day ending in a Y. Do we have to say more? Okay, so that did make sense when you read it slowly. I think you were just going too quickly. And I think the nope. author was trying too hard to be silly. Yeah, because this I was confused at first because this holiday takes place on a Wednesday, not a Monday. Oh, and then it, I see. And then in parentheses, it says, in parentheses, it's where it puts or Tuesdays, comma, Wednesdays, comma, really any day, any day, why. But yeah, when that's, I, super, when I read that's it, super confusing. It's hard to read, yeah. So what do you mm-hmm. think this day is? That's all you get. Oh, what is that breakfast called with the ham and the egg and the cheese on a on a English muffin? I want to say egg McMuffin, but I know it's not because that's the McDonald's version. I want it. Mm, mm-hmm. 
Maybe it's just a sandwich on an English muffin, egg sandwich on an English muffin. Oh, we have to say National Blank Day. What, do you, what is the blank? National Egg Sandwich on an English Muffin Day. National Egg McMuffin Day. You were so McMuffin? close to getting it. You were so close, but then you, you threw it. You a threw McMuffin it all is away. specifically McDonald's. You can tell because of the Mick. Well, apparently it's been adopted by others. They didn't McDonald's were the first to ever make a McMuffin. I don't think that's true. Uh, apparently, the, has a has an English muffin wait. with oh, history of National Egg McMuffin Day. Apparently, okay, the Egg McMuffin didn't just always exist. So, Katie, you were wrong. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay, that was the first sentence of the history. Is that it didn't always exist? Uh, it was invented in 1972. Uh, it was invented by McDonald's. Katie, you were so wrong. It was invented by McDonald's in 1972. Uh, I take in, it back. You're right. I'm wrong. In the president McDonald's, except uh, my fate. In the in the president McDonald's autobiography called "Grinding It Out," the uh, sorry, it's called "Grinding It Out: Colon The Making of McDonald's." Okay. Why? Okay. Most autobiographies uh, depict something like if they're having a snarky name and then a colon. The first sentence is normally something to relate to the story. Mm-hmm. You know. What the frick was Ray Crocs, the president of McDonald's in 1977, doing? Grinding that? it out. He's literally making hamburgers, Cole. How grinding. Do you grind? I guess you're grinding meat. Yeah, that's, ground that's beef. You're fun. grinding it out. That's not, Colton like, thought that's he not... was being... Colton thought he caught the, the, no. the founder no, 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 of McDonald's no, no, no. in anything. a goof. Here's, Colton here's thought he saying. caught the founder of McDonald's in a goof, but really the founder no, Katie, of McDonald's I was, was trying to based. I was trying to make a goof on our comedy podcast. But it wasn't a goof. Anyone serious. with common sense would know that grinding it out refers to hamburgers. Okay. Here, listener, take out your AirPods right now. This is all you're going to hear. Okay. Take it out. Put your volume on max. Anyway in the room. Hey, when you hear grinding it out, what do you think of? Now put your AirPods back in or headphones. Hamburgers. Most people I'm thinking wouldn't hear me shout about grinding it out and be like, ah, meat. Like that's not the first thought. Well, if you put it in the context of this is the book that the founder of McDonald's wrote, I think most of them would go, oh, grinding it like ground meat. Grinding it like ground meat. That's you. Um, (laughs) Are you making fun of me? (laughs) I mean, I guess we're making Uh, fun of each other, so. Uh, so apparently they made McDonald's made the first ever. Uh, I guess it okay. They say it was their version of a fast food eggs Benedict. So they're trying to make an eggs Benedict, which okay. is a different thing. And for fast food version, they make the Mc. Uh, I don't really they like accidentally eggs created what is credited as the first ever breakfast sandwich. I <gasps> the first find ever that breakfast sandwich. Hard to believe that nobody before 1977. Yeah, uh, I, I find believe that nobody before that ever put an egg on toast and said, mm. "Yeah, I really, I really, I, I find that really hard to believe that there would be a, a time that we didn't have breakfast sandwiches available to the general public." What you can slice, you can stack my food. Who would have? They hamburgers must have blown their mind. When were sandwiches invented? That's a great question because I feel like breakfast sandwiches should coexist with the invention of. I know. I feel right? like after someone creates a sandwich, they should put together that they should make a breakfast sandwich. When I typed in, okay, guess guess the year that this says sandwiches were invented. Uh, in. Twelve. In seventeen sixty-two. Okay. 
1762, John Montague, the fourth Earl of Sandwiches. Yeah, I knew. I knew it had to do something you know, like an actual sandwich guy. Dining forever. He was the fir- fourth Earl of Sandwich. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? What's the Earl of Sandwich? He's like a leader of Sandwich. Is Sandwich a place? I believe so. Uh, Earl of Sandwich. Sandwich. It's a restaurant. What? No, that's no. a restaurant now. Uh, a title of a a peer a peerage of England held since the creation by the House of Montague. So apparently, that the Earl of like Sandwich, like in Romeo a, and Juliet. Yeah, apparently. Uh, but John Montague. Okay, imagine being in ancient. I don't know where ancient, is it. Ancient seventeen sixty two. In in old timey France is where I'm going to say because his last name is Montague. He said imagine, Europe, didn't he? Katie, didn't it say Europe? Oh, I guess Katie? France is in Europe. Europe is a continent, my friend. I was thinking not a I was country. Thinking England. Which Katie. <laughs> You can't make fun of me earlier for the grinding it out thing. <laughs> I know. And then, well, at least and then, I have common sense. You don't. It's only the book stuff that I don't know about. It's only the book stuff. Like what Europe is. Yeah. <laughs> is Montague French? I think Montague's a French name. Sounds French. Oh, Montague. Montague. I, I would say it's French. Do you not think it's French? I'm looking it up. Okay, is that why there was such a long pause of you not saying anything? Yep. Okay, how did nobody think to stack foods before okay, 1762? Colton, you're a genius. Thank you. It's from Europe. Uh, how did nobody think to stack <laughs> foods se- se- until 1762? It's not that hard to stack food. And, like, bread was, like, what they ate back then. Like, Bakers I were, think, that was the height of bakers in 1762. Maybe they wanted to spread their meals out because they couldn't eat a lot of food. Um, so they had to like eat everything separately so it lasted longer. Oh, meal one, bread. Yeah, buns. meal one, bread. Meal, meal, meal two, two, lettuce, lettuce tomato. Meal three, meal three, meat. Grinding it out. Meal four, more bread to finish the sandwich. Oh, so they, they had a tummy sandwich. Yeah, a tummy not- sandwich. They made a tummy sandwich. They're not a real world sandwich. Yeah, exactly. And then the Earl of Montague, because he, or sorry, the Earl of Sandwiches, no sandwich, single. Also, there's a registered mark. When were tacos invented? Yeah, also, there's a registered mark next to Earl of Sandwich because there's a restaurant called Earl of Sandwich. Earl of Sandwich, yeah. Which is so funny because it's also just a position that people held and they, they went back in and when referencing the position, register marked it. It's the position. Like, if I there think, was a job in government called McDonald's before McDonald's, McDonald's couldn't go back and copyright strike me for referencing the McDonald's. I think that um, you should look up when tacos were invented so we could figure out if they made sandwiches or tacos first. That's a good point. 1762. Uh, you tell us what to do on this day because we're transitioning out. Okay, on, uh, what is it called? Breakfast sandwich? No, Egg McMuffin Day. That's simple. Go buy an Egg McMuffin. Even if you don't like them that much, eat them deconstructed and make a sandwich in your tummy. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Eat a piece of dry toast. English muffin. It has to be an English muffin Uh, or else it's not an Egg McMuffin. Okay. This website is racist. Why? It would only tell me when they got introduced to America and not when they got introduced to the world. 
Um, um, who were they introduced to America? Uh, 1910 was when they were introduced to America. Where is it? Maybe just nobody okay. knows when. I'm going to assume they're older. Um, the first mention in the U.S. is 1905. No, I don't want. Oh. Okay, new new Google search. Are sandwiches or tacos yeah. uh, uh, older? A taco and a sandwich are not even related. Okay. Yeah, well, that makes sense. Yeah, that's that's the only thing it has to say. Uh, all of these are asking if a taco is a sandwich. Katie, what do you oh. think about that? A taco is not a sandwich by definition. But neither is a sub. Correct. A sub is a taco. If the <laughs> if if the bread is connected on one side, it's a taco. I mean, like the bread is connected, and it's like yeah. three sides of bread. It's a taco. If it's two individual sides of bread, if it's only like top and bottom of bread, it's a sandwich. All four sides, like a tube. Like a tube that's a burrito. Mm. If it's all six sides, like a cube. That's a ravioli. So pigs in a blanket, you'd call burrito? Yeah. Okay. I'm glad we got this cleared up on this podcast. We cleared that up on the other podcast pretty early on. Yeah. So we had to get that cleared up over here. Yep. On Katie's Katie's whack stances Katie's on things. Katie's hot take on food. Look up the bread cube. <laughs> what? The bread cube. It'll tell you. What's the bread cube? Oh, it's it like, like a diagram. Yeah, it's like a diagram that tells you what sides have to be covered with bread in order to make it a sandwich. I looked at the bread cone mistake and it re, re, uh, re autocorrected to the bread cone. The bread I don't cone. know the bread cone. Okay, I'm just seeing cubes of bread. <laughs> okay, I'll try to find okay. it. Bread cube theory. Bread yeah. cube theory. There we go. And then you'll find it. Okay, anyway. Anyway, Katie, this day is terrifying. You ready? Yep. It's wait, what day is it? Thursday? Thursday, March 3rd. While okay. pets bring unconditional love and joy to our lives, not having opposable thumbs can present some uh, limitations on pets. That's a wild thing to say. Yeah, that's that weird. The fact that pets Would you don't want have your thumb, pets to have thumbs? What do you, you want your pets the, to be doing? And the way they said it, by the way, while pets bring unconditional love and joy, not having thumbs can present yeah. some limitations you think that the to fact our that your love and joy thumbs is limits your the amount love of love and joy that the pet has for you yeah that's what? weird what what else do you want them to do for you with their opposable thumbs that's really weird on march 3rd this day we are given the opportunity to imagine what life would be like if our fuzzy little friends had a, had the extra digit. Why didn't you pick this one the first time? This is way better than what we celebrated because last week. The first time, I love soup it forward. You've been loving soup oh, it forward. Oh, I do love soup it forward. That's a good point. Would they use it for good or evil? Oh, Grab your pet and read on together <laughs> are on you National Pets Had Thumbs Day. That's so funny. <laughs> good or would evil? They, would they use it for good or evil? If you, put your, if you gave your hamster thumbs, <laughs> hamsters kind of have thumbs already. If you're, you're sleeping in bed with your dog and thumb up the butt, suddenly, like what would they do with thumb it? Thumb up the butt. Thumb yeah, up would, the butt. How would they use it for evil other than thumb up the butt? <laughs> you gotta watch your buttholes on if pets had thumbs day because they're kind of. <laughs> to be fair, you pretty much should be watching your buttholes every day. Yeah, that's true. 
Most people you interact with have thumbs, so you gotta watch. Oh my gosh, you just always gotta be on guard in case you're gonna get a thumb up the butt. Yeah, it's, I mean, unless you, you know, some people don't always have to be on guard. Some people might want to just be ready for it. This is a family-friendly podcast. Thumb up the butt is bad. Okay, once again, this is the National If Pets Had Thumbs uh, Day timeline. So here's a timeline for if pets had thumbs. What kind of person decides that their pet might use their thumbs for evil? What kind of evil other than thumb up the butt could they do? I mean, okay, so you're thinking in ter- terms of a dog owner. Think of a cat owner. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, they would they would be like, ah, my cat uh, butt fart would definitely would definitely Why is their cat named butt fart? <laughs> Some people name their cats mean things. Kitty, here's a national if pets and thumbs day timeline, okay? Okay. What do you think the first point on the timeline for if pets and thumbs day? What, I mean, like, what date? Yeah, what would be the first year? It's a year, year-long thing. 1999. Close. 3,100 BC is okay. the first point. What the heck? Had Thursday timeline. What the Here's heck? Here's the point. Cat-headed goddess, Mathdet. What did you say? What did you say close? Because <laughs> I thought it'd be funny. Uh, cat-headed goddess, Mathdet, was carved into a chalice. Unfortunately, Cleopatra's cat couldn't hold or drink from it. Okay. So, so this is a stretch for this holiday being so they the first. They started celebrating if pets had thumbs day. In three thousand one hundred BC, they didn't celebrate if pets had thumbs. They just thought there was oh, a god. Man. They thought there was a god who had thumbs and no, cat she, head. I think it was saying Cleopatra was sad that her th- cat couldn't hold the goblet with the cat god on it, and no, so she it was said- wishing it had thumbs. It didn't say Cleopatra thought it was unfortunate. It said, unfortunately, Cleopatra's cat couldn't do that. I, I feel like Cleopatra was probably upset about it. Uh, why do you think that? Uh, just because she loves her cat. She wishes her cat could have her thumbs. Did you know Cleopatra is closer to us currently than she was to the building of the pyramids? I did know that. You bring Isn't it that up a wild? Lot. It is wild. It is very wild. And it's sad because the pyramids are built in 2500 BC. Okay, around then. Yeah. Cleopatra was from 69 BC. So a, just a little under 2000. Crap, we're getting close to passing. No. No, we have about 400 years. And mm-hmm. then that fact is no longer true. Yeah. In 400 years, we're we're out of the thing, um, out of the bushes. So Katie, what would your cat do? What would your pet do if he had thumbs? What would Wally do, our dog? My beautiful Border Collie, who is sweet, kind, smart, savory Border Collie. Um, if he had thumbs, he would probably use them to touch my face with them because that's what he likes to do. Yeah, if he would you try be like, it... be like, okay. Ah, uh, uh, uh. So now you're introducing something different because that was the sound of a whole. Slaps. You could, you could. <laughs> okay, good. And that was the sound of a whole hand slapping on a face. Yeah, he has they hands. still have pads. <laughs> no, he but has just hands. A thumb. This Here's is the sound hand. of a thumb slapping on a face. No, he has hands. He has hands that, that are, he's got little grubby fingers that are, yes, I could. Little grubby fingers that are slapping all over my face and he's so excited. He's making nervous little sounds, which is what I yep. was making. Because while he does, while you're asleep, if he's in your bed with you, yeah, occasionally he will punch just punch you in the face. Yeah. Full, full force. Whoop! Wally fist, uh, Wally put a fist in the face. Yeah. But if he had thumbs, it could make a real fist. He could mm-hmm. do some, Wally he could will do, do some, some real, real damage. damage. Lucy would use her hands to take toys from Wally. Yeah, Lucy would use her hands to bully my dog, probably thumb up the butt him. 
my dog named Lucy. Yeah, she does hum him a lot. So maybe maybe that would be her next thing. Yeah, she's she's a jerk to my dog. She bullies him. She does, but she's cute and we love her. Okay, here are yeah, the three things cute. before we quit the actual if the, if say. This day is too good. I want to keep talking about it because there's so many opportunities. What do you to think what you would do if your pet had thumbs? Here are the things. One, teach your pet how to high five. That's how you celebrate this. Okay, day. okay. Well, uh, he knows that, way, that way if they someday have thumb, high five better. Yeah, there we go. Second, here's the the wildest thing that this holiday this website is telling you you could do for this holiday. Make a list of all the things your pet could do. If he had thumbs? They want you to make a list all right. of all everyone the things. Makes, everyone in the comments of our post that we're going to post on Thursday, make a mm-hmm. list of all the things that you want your pet to do. Go do it right now. Things your pet could do if they had yeah, thumbs. Yeah, if they had thumbs. Things, your pet, things that we haven't said, because if you write thumb up the butt, we're blocking you. I'm kidding. If you write thumb up the butt, we're giving you a like. Plagiarism. Get, Plagiarism. If you write thumb up the butt, you're coming on the podcast next week. Like that... You are the funniest person if you think that thumb up the butt is a funny joke. It is very funny, but okay, it's a little here weird. You, here it is. Make a list of all the things your pet could do. Give a thumbs up or thumbs down. Thumb hitchhike across butt. the country. Send a postcard. Yeah. Text Text you. <gasps> Wally would be able to text? That's what Play I want f- him to do with his thumbs. Play fetch by themselves because that's oh, what because dogs he could have throw been. Himself a ball. No, no, that's what the dogs have been waiting on. Of course, that the, they could. They've been waiting on a thumb to be able to throw a ball. I don't think that's what. I don't think I their think, joints are jointed enough to be able to throw. Yeah. Next, last thing you could do on this day: get a manicure. Oh, Wally and I. No, not a pet manicure. It says. It says. Okay, this one's really for you. But your pet wants you to pamper yourself. So this one is just for like, okay. why are you, well, you go to a mani- if, the manicurist and they say, why are you here? And you say, they say, why are you here? You say, it's national if my pet has thumbs. My dead. dog doesn't have thumbs. What? Like, what do you mean? Why am I here? My dog I'm don't have thumbs. I'm pretending my dog can have thumbs for one day. Of course. Yeah. And this is what this I would do. This is what he wants me to do. If I woke up tomorrow and my dog was just like, thumbs up, buddy. Because <laughs> I would come to you and get a manicure. Manicure. Um, okay, so if Wally, if I woke up tomorrow and Wally had thumbs for one day, first, teach him to text so that he could text me while I'm at work. Second. But he, he already can't speak or spell. Well, if he has thumbs, he probably could. <laughs> Knowledge is stored that's in the why, thumb. That's why, that's why humans are so smart and other yeah, animals exactly. are so dumb. exactly. It's because, have, have you ever thought about the fact that every animal who has thumbs is really smart? But what about, how do you explain dolphins? They have thumbs. That's a bold stance. Yep. If you look at a dolphin, it is kind of just one giant thumb. Yeah, the dolphins are thumbs. That's why they're the smartest creatures. Mm. Uh, Katie, how do you celebrate if pet had thumb day? Because you need to move on. Oh, I'm gonna te- well, like I said, teach Wally to text. I'm gonna um, teach Wally. I'm gonna get manicures with Wally. Like I'll do Wally's thumbnail. Um, okay, so are we pretending he has a full hand or just thumb? A hand, so okay. that he could play fetch with himself if he wants to. Okay. Imagine Wally standing up and throwing a ball, and then getting back down on all fours on his hand and running and chasing it. <laughs> on his his hands would be so bloody by the end because he runs so aggressively. I know. I'd give him little little like power gloves. Okay, so how do we celebrate this day? Pretend that he has hands. Okay. Next up, this day. I don't think it's a very rich vein, but we don't have to celebrate it for very long because we have to do our outro stuff. So, 
here's this day. Okay, you ready? Hey, well, tell me what day it is. Don't don't just jump yeah. into the holiday. No, I am. I am. This one is this one's not very rich fade. I don't think, but we're gonna we're gonna find it. No, you it's, gotta tell me what day it is. Like literally yeah, I'm going to. Friday. I'm going to. I'm going. Oh, it's Friday, March fourth. Sorry. Yeah, thank you. Tell me before every episode so that people know what to celebrate when. Okay, on, on Friday, March fourth. Here it is. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to, I just wanted one for me. I feel like I've given so much away for celebration wise. I just wanted one for me. This is National Suns Day. Suns Day. Suns Day. Like S-O-N. for sons. For me. Oh, yep. young well, children. I'm not celebrating boys. you. You're not my yeah, son. Yeah, you are. I'm a son. Oh, I am a son. I am a son. No, you're not my son. I'm only going to celebrate Wally on this day. Oh, because Wally's your son? Mm-hmm. He's my little boy. You may also like National Transfer Money to Your Sunday. I would also like that day, actually. Nobody's going to give you money. Thank you, website, for offering to uh, send me to the day. Oh, it's October 13th. Uh, Never mind. Transfer Money to Your Sunday? Do they have transfer money to your daughter day? Who cares? Not National Daughter Day. Sexist. Oh, oh. Here, here, real quick. Here are the National Suns Day from around the world. So other countries have different National Suns Day. Oh, okay. Japan, they have National Children's Day on May 5th. Way better than Suns Day. Thank you, Japan. That's why I love the Japanese. In Mexico, they have Children's Day on April 30th. That's why I love Mexico. In Pakistan, they have Children's Day on July 1st. Oh my gosh, everybody's not sexist except America. In, in Brazil, we have Children's Day on October 12th. Brazil? In Colombia, we have Children's Day on July 29th. Oh my 29th. gosh, everyone's no better than us. No one has a Sunday. They all have National Children's Day. Better what, than America. What bullcrap ha- do you have to do to... <sighs> Colton has Sons Day, and he just was sad because nobody else is celebrating him. That is so selfish. You have a whole country celebrating you for one day, On and National you're sad Sunday. because other other countries won't celebrate you for one day. Yes, here's what we're gonna do, okay, Katie. This is the patriarchy. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Here's what you're supposed to do to celebrate National Sons Day. Here are the National Sons Day activities, okay? One, mm-hmm. enjoy a healthy breakfast. Okay. <laughs> Okay, That's, but egg McMuffin, uh, egg McMuffin Day was just a couple of days ago, so you can't actually have an Egg McMuffin because you're still cooling off from eating only Egg McMuffins for 24 hours. Two, here is, here is, we've already discussed, they don't do well. Two, stress gender equality. Stra- <laughs> well, they do, they literally every country except America has. America, Sunday, get your heads out of your butts. And your thumbs. And your thumbs. You can't fit them both up there. It's uncomfy. One at a time, America. One at a time. Three. Encourage a hashtag Me Too conversation. Okay. Like, uh, we shouldn't here, be making fun of this part. No, no but like, here's the thing. Don't make yes. fun of it. Yeah, yes, but of why course. are you putting yes. it on the Sun's Day? Yes, of course you're supposed to do those things. Do those, whatever day you interact with your son. Sure, fine, whatever. It's Sun's Day. On Christmas, we're not like, remember Thanksgiving. It's You celebrate the thing yeah, on the well, day. Yeah, Suns don't really have that many problems, except problems they make for themselves. Okay, you're thinking, though, of me as a son. A white boy, middle class. There okay. are sons who have issues that okay, need to be celebrated for real. Yeah. There are there are some sons. There are some sons of, like, interesting I don't folks. understand why they would change Sun's Day. Make it a different day. Why would you keep... Why would you decide to have, like, a women's rights movement on Sun's Day? Why... 
That doesn't. Yeah, you could just have like that's National Make Good Boys like, Day. Maybe that, National that, Good Fathering Day or National Make Good Boys Day it would make, make sense. Good boys. This would be. I like Make Good Boys because I think that sounds funny. We should have a holiday called National Make Good Boys Day where okay, we celebrate. We're changing Sunday to Make Good Boys Day. So this is National Make Good Boys Day. Yeah, because the, we're we're encouraging men to be better. This we're encouraging fathers to make good sons. This isn't some like women's move, like some like it feels like it feels like the when like it, if anybody's seen Bojack Horseman, Bojack becomes a feminist because Bojack likes the attention he gets when he's a feminist. I see. And he wears a shirt that says feminism is bay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 Katie. Sorry, we're supposed to be doing the outro right now. But okay. can you name the su- the famous father to these famous sons okay. quiz? Okay, here's the problem. It doesn't say the guy's name. It just is an image of them. So we can't do this quiz oh. or call. Never mind. Okay. I think this guy's dad is Tom Brady. Nope, his dad was David Beckham. How did you know what David Beckham looks like? I, I uh, That guy's dad was Will Smith. That makes sense. You, it was Jaden Smith. <laughs> it was Jaden Smith. Who's this guy's dad? Oh, this guy's old. His dad is dead dead. Uh, Don this Cigar. is riveting conversation. Let's get to the outro because I'm not. I'm not yeah, having fun, and I know I'm, our I'm doing a quiz. Are. No, I'm doing All a quiz. Right, you thank do you the for outro. listening. Thank you for listening to uh, celebrate the date. My name is Katie Pratt. My host is Colton Pratt. Follow Clint us on Eastwood social media. Eastwood has a sexy son. Okay, don't talk about Clint Eastwood's son like that. That's Bill Murray's son. No, it's Tom Hanks's son. Um, I got one <laughs> out of five. My, oh my score gosh. was one out of five. I did okay, so bad. Stop! Um, stop! 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 Follow us Thank on social media. Um, Thank you all so much for listening. You can find us if you just Google celebrate the date. Um, go to our website. It's prattpodcast.com slash celebrate the date or just prattpodcast.com. You can click around and find all our podcasts. And, It'll um, be great. You'll love it there. Yeah, you'll, uh, if, you can find our social medias there. You can just follow us on everything. Share us with your friends if you enjoyed. Um, mm-hmm. We really enjoy making these shows for you and we hope you will listen again. Um, yeah, send send. We're gonna be making TikToks of this day, hopefully. So send send them to your friends if funny bits if you like them. Don't look at Katie's, me when you watch because I just woke up. I'm gonna focus my TikTok is just gonna be just Katie's face. No, do not. All right, <laughs> bye guys. Thank you guys so much for listening, and don't forget to celebrate the date. Love you. No, but like I'm for real. My thighs are so sore today. Like walking up the stairs to my door sucked.